0: Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Janaid Ahmed. The last time we talked about honeybees and the biology of them, the colony, all that good stuff, was some time ago. I just wanted to go back and refresh some memory that we might have forgotten. Or you can go back and listen to the previous episodes. So in this episode, I'm going to just do a little summary, and then go further along Uh, honeybee biology, honeybee maladies, and stuff like that. The development of the honeybee, there's four stages in honeybee development. They start from an egg, they then become a larva after the third day, and then they are fed pollen. So yeah, those are the different development stages for honeybee. I'm sure other insects have similar development stages. So there we have it. When egg is laid by the queen bee, it is super tiny. When it's first laid, it is vertical or parallel to the side walls. And then on the third day, the egg is laying flat on the cell bottom. The egg then becomes a larva. and starts growing as the nurse bees start feeding them They start they feed them royal jelly for the first three days and then after that they're fed nectar and for seven days they are fed they're, they're fed nectar the first three days they're fed royal jelly the next four days they're fed the nectar and then the cell is capped and the larva becomes into pupa and starts pupating for at least 21 days In 21 days, we have a worker bee. In 24 days, we have a drone emerging from the cell. So that's a little life cycle development of a honeybee. Once these honeybees come out, they start working. It's amazing. These things, these guys start working, and they don't even bat bat an eyelid. So now as soon as the adult bees emerge, the cells, especially worker bees. Drone bees don't do any of these tasks. It's only the worker bees that perform these tasks. So what is a division of labor? The first one to three days these bees go around cleaning the cells that they just came out of and other cells. They clean them out and from that point on they become nurse bees. Nurse bees then tend to the larva and the queen feeding them, and they do other hive maintenance as well. So how long do they do this? They do this for about 3 to 16 days. And during the same time, there will be bees also taking other tasks, such as building the comb or capping the cells of larvae. So this is how the worker bees do the jobs. These are the tasks that they're assigned. Once they pass the 10-day mark, some bees become the security detail, and they'll do this job for 10 to 21 days. Other bees might do ventilation duties where, where they're ventilating the entire hive because the temperature in the hive needs to stay at a constant, and since there are so many bodies in the hive, the hive gets warm. So these bees hang out at the entrances, and they, they do ventilation. It's really, it's really genius. Then other bees uh, from days 12 to 21 will also receive nectars from the bees that are going, the foragers and the field bees. Field bees bring back nectar and these bees will collect the nectar and take it to where it needs to go. Once the worker bee is over the 21 days, they start taking on other tasks such as they actually become foragers. Now they're grown up enough that they can go out into the wild and bring back nectar and water and pollen and propolis. They bring back all of these things for the hive so the hive can survive, can have food through nectar, water for hydration, pollen for the bee bread, and propolis to glue together open areas. So, (laughs) I know, it is pretty confusing, but worker bees are actually very flexible they'll take on the tasks that task that's not been man you know manned by other bees and they'll do it super efficiently now imagine these worker bees live to about 45 days since the day they come out of the cell they start working and they work for 45 plus days it's pretty fascinating now let's talk about the queen bee So if the worker bees take about 21 days to emerge from the cell, and the drone bees take about 24 days to emerge from the cells, with a lifespan of about 6 weeks, how long do you think queen bees take to emerge from the cell? Well, believe it or not, queen bees emerge from a cell between 15 to 16 days, that is a very fast growth. So you must imagine, you must be well, wondering how come, right? right? So, like I mentioned earlier, the first three days, the eggs are fed royal jelly. And the next four days, they're fed nectar. But for the queen cells, they're fed royal jelly throughout their lifetime throughout their developmental stage. From the day they're laid, nurse bees start feeding, start storing, they start storing royal jelly in these cells. Now, how would worker bees know that this is a queen cell? Well, there's a very vivid difference between a regular cell and a queen cell. Regular cells are horizontal and the entrance is from the side, whereas queen cells are vertically placed. So the royal jelly can stay in there and they can stack it all up in there. It's really amazing. Like, think about it. They just, it's just amazing. So that's how they're able to store royal jelly in the queen cells, which is then consumed by the larva and the pupating stage while they're in the cells. Now once these queen bees or bees emerge from their cells, they chew away the wax because these cells are capped and they have a controlled environment in there. Now queen cells can be found in different locations. They can be at the bottom of a frame or they could be at the side of the frame, extruding from a regular cell. Why are they in different places? Well, let's see. Emergency cells are found anywhere in the brood pattern, meaning these cells will be located extruding from a regular cell. But supercedure supersedure cells, generally located near the end bar, or are created as queen cells. Now, these are pre planned, so they're placed on the bottom of the frame. They're like, yes, we're gonna plan for a queen, so we're gonna draw the cell in the proper area, or a queen dies. There might even be swarm cells, which is again, the other worker bees will start laying eggs located at the side of the other cells. Pretty nice. Now, sometimes when the queen is lost because they want to continue their uh, life cycle. It's crazy. And once a worker bee starts laying eggs, they can no longer do other work or fly. So, if you find uh bad egg laying situation in your frames, you Just dump those bees out because they're good for nothing now. So anyways, that's um, a little bit about the queen, queen bees and how they emerge. I probably talked about this in an earlier episode, but it's good to get a little bit of a refresher. Now that we know the bees' development cycle, how long it takes for them to be born and become adult bees and honeybees, their lifetime, or how long they live, let's take a look at something very, very important. Just like all living things have to deal with diseases, bees also have to deal with diseases and parasites. There's a lot of different ways that you can tell what's going on with bees. Some of the general parasites have been discovered and are treated for are the varroa mite. The varroa mite not very fun. And the next one is the tracheal mite. Tracheal mite are even worse. So those are the common parasites that bees have to deal with or that can damage your colony. The next one up are viral diseases that these bees might have an issue with that can cause your colony to collapse. These viral problems could be the Parasitic mite syndrome, bee paralysis, sac brood. Other diseases that are bacterial could be the American fowl brood or AFB or the European fowl brood or EFB. Then there's fungal problems such as chalk brood and nosema. Other conditions that bees might deal with are dysentery, chilled brood, or the colony collapse disorder. Some secondary pests that don't immediately affect the bees are the wax moth and the small hive beetle. I've seen these small hive beetles. They're tiny. They're not as small as the varroa mite, but they're stinky little buggers. So let's take a look at the varroa mite. The adult female varroa mite is visible to the naked eye. It's colored brown to reddish brown. They're about smaller than a millimeter. You can see them if you're very closely looking for them with your naked eye. Now, the varroa mite life cycle is a little bit different. Not as different, but this is how it goes. So the female varroa mite will enter the cell where there's a larva, a few days old larva, and they'll start feeding on the larva, start feeding on the larva body. Since bees cannot see the varroa mite, they will, as the time comes, they'll seal up the, the cell. Now, at this point, the larva is growing into a pupa. What do the varroa mites do? They also feed on the pupa. They'll feed on the body, and they'll mate inside the cell and lay eggs. They lay one egg every 30 hours. So they lay all these eggs, and now as the honeybee is pupating, when the adult female leaves the cell, it has varroa mites on their bodies. Yep, just like that. As they leave the cell, The varroa mites hanging out on the back of the bee, and they'll then transfer from bee to bee. And as adult honeybees fly around other areas, they're carrying and taking these varroa mites for a ride, and will then transfer the varroa mite to other bees. And other colonies are then destroyed. So there's something to be said about varroa mite. Do a mite check every three months is what is recommended. Check how the mites are doing in your colony. You treat them using different medication and take care of them. So mites spread. How did it spread? I mentioned they spread through migratory beekeepers. The beekeepers are taking their bees around one place to another to pollinate. That's one way the varroa mite will travel. Another way is packaged bees. You purchase packaged bees and there's mites in there and get mites in your bees, hives. Nukes, robber bees, you purchase colonies and through other manipulation. Those are some of the few ways these mites spread. Now if there's many mites feeding on a bee, this destroys the bee. They have deformed wings as they pupate through the life cycle and in this situation, the colony might die in the next two weeks because there are so many mites. They bas- basically just destroy the entire hive. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty scary, scary stuff. I have not uh, done a mite check or a treatment yet. I believe the weather is good. I need to contact my beekeeper mentor. Anyway, so Varroa mite uh, is some of the ferocious ones. and. Um, Unfortunately, it's a big problem They uh, that the uh, chemical industry, the farm industry, trying to figure out ways to defeat the varroa mite. They haven't found a way yet, but they're coming close. There's treatments you could do to your bees which will cause for a few bees to die, but uh, you, you end up clearing up the bees of the mites. One of the things that can be done is to have a dedicated... Drone frame. Sure, a drone frame will only have drones in it, but what happens is Varroa mites are attracted to drone frames because they have a longer pupating time. They pupate for 24 days, that gives the Varroa mites three extra days to feed on the pupa, feed on the larva. So, something to watch out for. Tomorrow, we'll talk about some of the ways how you can treat for varroa mite and go into other colony diseases.